It's a question to um, from premiere to publishing. What's what is that journey like? How did you were did Broadway publishing approach you after seeing one of your shows? How, how was that process like? Um, I had been with some other producers over the years, and then after those uh, relationships ended, uh, it was sort of like floundering around for a while, and um, I actually had sort of given up and just said, well, you know, it is what it is. It was good run while it lasted, and let's move on. And then Broadway licensing was um, just coming into play, and... Um, yeah, they were looking for things that they call uh, Broadway style shows, meaning that a lot of stuff that they had done in the past was uh, educational format. And so now they were looking for more traditional stage-ish shows. And so, uh, yeah, we, we jumped right in. And I got to tell you, <clears throat> I, I mean, it's insane the amount of international productions that we've been getting. Of course, there's this thing called COVID that's stopping everything. But you know, we have great international productions that are happening. And again, it's because the content translates worldwide. And, um, and that's just kind of fun to watch because, okay, people listening out there, you know, so I write this show, my kids are itty bitty little kids, you know, the 10, they were 10, seven, and I guess four, when we had the first production and I just became an empty nester last weekend. Wow. It's crazy to me. <laughs> it is crazy. But I got to tell you, I've been an empty nester for like five days and it's pretty freaking awesome. I just got to say that. So there's something to look forward to, women. Okay? <laughs> just letting you know, it's around the corner. So, so your song, yeah. song when the kids are gone isn't true? I know. Yes, <laughs> yes, because mostly because my husband's crying and I have to help him a little bit. I got to wipe up his tears a little bit. But um, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, but it is bizarre how fast it went because when I, when I, now, so I haven't seen the show in a long time because, you know, COVID's stopped everything. And this is actually, I think your guys' production is the first one in the US in a long time. And so we're going to, I'm gonna go see it and it's kind of like visiting an old friend or watching some home movies, you know, because those stories are real. They're about my kids, they're, they're, it's real life. And so it's gonna be a little bit melancholy, but uh, I think I'll get over it when I get home, you know what I mean? <laughs> it won't take long. <laughs> to your quiet home. <laughs> well, actually, what's really funny is that all three of my kids are out in that area right now. I got two kids at Union and one kid at Fried Hardeman. And so I'm actually going to see all of them when I'm out there this so week. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So that's you get to swing by fun. and see them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I bet are they all well, Henderson Jackson or are they, I know Union and Fried have uh, campuses in Memphis. They're uh, Jackson and Henderson. Okay. Yeah. Stones toss. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so kind of in terms of the, uh, I'm going to move inside because it's raining out. So. Oh, okay. But that's okay. Well, the the elements, the elements just don't want you to do this today. Apparently. I don't want it to drip onto the keyboard. because <laughs> lawn, lawn mowing, rain. <laughs> yeah. The nerve, the nerve of the sky. Yeah. We just need, <laughs> we need like Chevy chase bump running into you or something falling yeah. down the stairs and, knocking you over or something like that. 
So uh, while you reposition, one of the things uh, in terms of the the show itself, it's one of the things I think we all, when we first read the show, uh, to like I said, the three of us are very involved in the programming aspect mm-hmm. of picking shows. And one of the things when uh, we've all come on the scene in this theater in the last four years or so, and so one of the three. things that, so there you go, not yeah. long. Um, but one of the things when we when we started working with the theater is we felt like it needed it needed a, a push toward more modern material towards some you know not uh, you know edgy is probably not the right word but definitely something that was more real and something that was you know a little bit more it's not all death of a salesman old school butts in the seat right. shows right and when we read this one we immediately, all three of us were like, this, this is right up the alley of what we're looking for. And the dialogue was so, I think that was one of the things that, you know, like you said, it's a lot of music in the show, but I think the dialogue is something that I also feel in love with immediately. So can you kind of walk us through just the high level piece of the process from when you are writing, you're starting to write that dialogue and taking it all the way to you're seeing it you know, published out there for performance, you know, where your mind goes. Um, so when I was in New York doing um, shows out there, the typical kind of place you would perform would be called the Cabaret Club. It's not a naked lady dancing pole club. Okay? That's, that's Nobody get excited. <laughs> that's a different kind of cabaret. We're talking about New York cabaret style shows, which is a person and a piano, right? And um, very small room, you know, dark, dingy, and two drink minimum, $20 at the table. You know how that is. So uh, when I did those shows, which was before I had moved to Nashville, they talk about, you know, you do your song and then you set up your pattern and you do your song and you set up your pattern. And that's kind of how I, started it I had all these songs about motherhood I had you know 40 plus songs at the time when I started writing this and then I wrote many more but at that time I had a lot of songs about motherhood and I would say like which ones are the fun ones and which ones could be like a storyline and I was trying to map out the different characters and I just kept thinking song patter song patter and that was the original format. Now, of course, after we did that run, I was like, well, this really doesn't make sense. This song's not really working here. Let's move that one out. We need an arc for this character. We need an arc for that character. But that's not how it started. It just started on, let me just string these songs together and see what we come up with. <laughs> right. Go through different iterations as you go yeah. and yeah. refine it. And that's because definitely... again, remember, I didn't really know what I was doing, right? So. <laughs> right. yeah okay i know this is like asking which child is your favorite child so the answer might change every day but do you have a favorite number in the show as it stands today no i can't that is like a favorite (laughs) child there are so many highlights for me though i mean um you know like i said my parents were divorced when i um was growing up and that the song every other weekend is really like 
just rips at my heart because I, I had to write that from my, like what my mother must have been thinking, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, that just felt like a new place for me to, to go because it wasn't my story to tell. It was her story to tell. And so, yeah, that just felt a little different. But um, I mean, if we're going to be really honest, which, you know, we can because we're good friends at this point now. Sure. <laughs> um, the, song, the song, Danny's Mom, I wrote that song when Danny went, that was for his second birthday. By the way, mm-hmm. he just got married. He's 20, 24 and a half, okay? Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. So for some reason, that song, I mean, that song has like, I don't know, 12 lines to it, 16 lines to it, something like that. I mean, it's a short song, right? That song has always struck a chord for the last 22 plus years with people. I ha- I've had it on different albums and I've done it in my own personal one woman show. I did it in the cabaret show. So, I mean, just across uh, across the years that song has just sort of you know resonated with a lot of people because you can strive and do and fight and try to get better but like you know when you see your kid like you know looking at you with those that kind of look on their face you're like this is the most important job right now and this is it this is this is it so now of course you know Later on, he can get a little out of control and you're ready to go to bed. But, yeah. Yeah, that song is so beautiful. Um, I'll say too, uh, I don't have children, but I'm trying to encourage as many people as possible not to like fall into the, this is a show for moms. It's not, it's a show for everyone. Um, And I mean, like it just, all of it resonated very deeply with me and I I'm bringing my mom uh next weekend so I'm very excited to see oh, it with her fun. yeah she oh my god she's gonna lose her mind she'll love it um, <laughs> but it's just it's really cool how many of the songs like whether you have children or not like I mean most of us have a mom so right. they really they all hit home very very much right and I'm actually like pleasantly surprised to see how many men are laughing when they do come to the show. Cause a lot of men are getting a little scared. They don't want to come <laughs> and they're thinking, Oh, this is like a girl's night out. And you're like, no, if you go as a parent, you know, you're, you're getting the gist of it too. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, I, I think that it across the board a- appeals to all types of people because um, you know, I mean, guys, you're having people walk in on you in the bathroom too. So it's not just, right. thing, you know. Well, I mean, one of the things that Brian and I have to do with the programming slate every year is go to the rest of the board of directors and say, these are the shows we've selected. And I remember distinctly when we talked to this show, there was immediately a question from one of our male members saying, is that going to be a show that only women go to? And we said, absolutely not. That's a show that is, you know, when we read, when he and I read it and were envisioning what we thought it could look like on our stage, it was, there's so many things that you might, and we figured, okay, what's going to happen is you're going to see guys getting dragged in by their wives, right? you know, for the show and they're going to get sat down and they're going to, I could be home watching, you know, football game or something. But by the time they're 15 minutes in, 
90% to 100% are going to be at least going like this. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen her act like that. And I know yep. why she acts like that. And then they'll be <laughs> laughing along with it. So yeah. it's, it's very, it's a lot more universal than people would think just off the title. Right. So, right. and I appreciate you saying that because, you know, we're trying to, um, it, it, you know, a lot of these shows could go the direction of men bashing and we're calling it just, we'd have a little fun, you know, we're poking around a little bit, but we're right. not, we're not bashing the husbands in there. So. Right. Yeah. I will say uh, it's not happening hits a little close to home for me. So yes, I know, I know. <laughs> well, but reasons you had to drop that in. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Among his many, so truth hurts. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then plus, you know, I feel like Costco, you know, gets a gets a little free plug in there because you know who doesn't want to shop there, right? After right. that goes down, right. Dollar fifty hot dog, man. It's hard to beat. I know. <laughs> it's hard to beat. Is there a Costco out by you or no? Oh yeah, well, there's one yeah. of them probably within ten minutes. Yeah, if mm -hmm. that. We got that, in, and we have Sam's Club is close by too. So. Are they sponsored? Yeah, Sam's Club's not the same though. Well, I will say my my wife, who uh, we dropped off our older son at college just last weekend in Texas. And we took him to Sam's and I said, why are we not going to Costco? Because she has a Sam's membership and I have a Costco membership. And she said, well, Sam's now has scan and go. And I love it because of that. And I said, okay, fine. We'll go to Sam's because I'm not going to argue over Sam's or Costco. So yeah, she, she's now convinced that Sam's hung the moon until uh -oh. Costco comes up with some new innovation and then it'll be back to Costco. So let's get them on the phone. So I just maintain memberships at both. That way it's never a, well, I wish we hadn't gotten rid of that. <laughs> Truth be told, I have both also. I'm just saying, and I do really enjoy the scan and go. And I do, I do believe that Costco is behind the times by not having that in Sam's. I completely agree. But you know, Sam's Club Queen doesn't have quite the ring as Costco. No, not really. No. <laughs> mm -mm. So 